Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1386, which was broadcast on December 16th, 2019. Uh, So I am moving later this week. Um, I had mentioned that I might wait until after all of that to record an episode about all of the WWE shows, but with how much uh how much tv and and movies and all that are coming out this week and i still haven't recorded about the la- latest mandalorian episode um and the new one comes out in in mere hours but um <clears throat> because of all that as i said i would stay on top of this as much as i can uh, because by the time i get finished moving there's no way i'm going to remember anything about raw earlier in the week so let's talk about it all right, so Seth comes out and says some things. Um, then the OC has a match against the Viking Raiders, and he, it's a non-title match, and the OC wins via Magic Killer. Um, they hit it on Ivar. And then, uh, yeah, I only have the... I wasn't sure if I went to a second page on this one. Um, then we had Eric Rowan versus a local guy. The local guy tries to crawl under the ring to get to the, the little cage that Rowan has and see what's inside. But his plan does not work. He gets defeated, and Rowan assures the little guy inside um, is okay. Or girl, or whatever it is. Um, Maybe many things. There could be multiple creatures in there. I I still hope that it's a a cute puppy. Um, Conrad had speculated that it is a... um, uh, my friend Conrad, not uh, not the the podcaster, um, he had speculated. Well, maybe he did too, but he speculated that maybe it's a lizard of some kind. Um, it could be a a new Jake the Snake type of thing, and that could be pretty interesting as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 sticking with my prediction. That it's a puppy though, and that when it does get revealed, everybody's gonna be like, it, it'll be an instant face turn. Like it'll melt everybody's hearts. You'll just hear a huge the the the. You'll hear the the biggest awe that's ever been heard by, uh, from an audience, um, <clears throat> from an, a, a WWE audience anyway. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Speaking of a, a big old collective awe. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Liv Morgan reflects on her life and what she's she's been trying to be, and she says she's she has, she's been self destructive, and so she needs to destroy herself um, to become a, her her, a, her new self or whatever, and she do, she's going to do so in a bath. So whatever that means, okay. So there's a little bit more of a peek into what Liv Morgan's doing than last week, which was just that graphic. This was also graphic. Then uh, Lana and Bobby Lashley come out uh, to the ring, and Lana wants Bobby to propose to her. She proposes to Bobby to propose to her. And he says, you know I don't like when people tell me what to do, except for you. And he proposes... And she says yes. It was just like they rehearsed, and all of that, and everybody turned the channel, or because they were done watching the best segment of the night. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we had a big old gauntlet match 
which started with R-Truth coming out and saying that he was going to be the I-95 South champion, and that he points to the WrestleMania sign. He was going to take the US, United States Championship all the way to WrestleMania. But the sign is not there yet. Um, <clears throat> we get, uh, to begin the match, is R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa. Tozawa wins. Akira Tozawa then faces Ricochet. Ricochet wins. Um, Ricochet faces Matt Hardy. Um, he uh, slips out of a twist of fate. Um, gets a roll-up and wins. And the crowd booed at that point. So, okay. Uh, I was really confused. And it didn't help that uh, the announcement didn't come until a, like a minute later that Hardy was eliminated. It was like, it's very clearly a three count. It was like he kicked out of it after three. But maybe we don't see that enough that it confused everyone to see somebody kick out even though a three count happened. It, but that's more realistic than anything else. Like, if unless you're like completely beaten down... Like, you still want to win, and if you're, and maybe you just couldn't get it in time. Anyway. <sighs> then Ricochet faces Umberto Carrillo. Um, Umberto wins. And they, this was, like, the longest section of the entire gauntlet. Um, uh, Zelina comes out during that match. Um, uh, Umberto uh, wins via Moonsaults. And then we get Umberto versus Andrade, but Andrade sneaks a, sneak attacks him from behind. Hits him with a DDT to the floor, exposed floor, and uh, Ray comes out, uh, fights him off, uh, or threatens him, so he he gets out of there. Um, things seem fine between Andrade and Zelina now, so that's good, I guess. But um, yeah, there's no winner of this match, but Seth comes out. He has that pipe that Ray gave uh, Kevin Owens last week, and uh, the the. While, while Ray jumps the gun and starts attacking, trying to fight off AOP, and then says, like, what are you doing? I just came out here to talk or whatever, all of that. Says some more stuff, but then they do actually beat up Ray, and then backstage, Seth officially challenges Ray for the United States Championship next week. Oh yeah, he also hit him with a curb stomp. So, after, like, as he was, le- he was about to leave the ring, and then... Very quickly, Ray is still beaten down on the ground. He he, uh, he gets back in there and and stomps him. Um, then we had Asuka versus Diana Perazzo um, from NXT. Asuka wins, but Diana really really tried her best. She tried to get the jump on Asuka at the beginning there, um, and we did see Kyrie make the entrance with Asuka, but there are some. People online saying, like, I don't think that's actually Kyrie or stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I think it was her. I mean, she did only appear for, like, a second before she, like, went back into the backstage area. So, I don't know. I didn't think to go back and look at it closer like I did with the uh, with the monitor situation. But um, hopefully, she tweeted a thumbs up on uh, Monday morning. So hopefully that means she's um, she's in good good uh, good or improving health and in good spirits. So all the best to her and everybody else who's injured in wrestling or otherwise. Everybody feel hope everybody feels better if you're not feeling so great. Anyway, uh, then we have an interview with Becky backstage. She thinks that 
WWE is protecting her from Asuka because they think that Asuka will defeat her, but they don't want her to lose the championship because she's the face of the company and all that. So that's an interesting way of looking at it and pretty realistic, and that's pretty good. Pretty good. This is this has to be building to Asuka versus Becky at the Royal Rumble, so I am pretty excited for that. Um, then we had Randy Orton, the main event, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Um, great stuff throughout this match. Uh, Randy <clears throat> won via an RKO, but then the OC comes out and attacks, and then the Viking Raiders come out and attack them because they were not, still not happy with having been defeated earlier in the night. So, yeah, I, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Um, next week's episode is probably going to be kind of weird because it is uh, being taped as I as I speak um, in another town in in uh, in Iowa, uh, so that they can have uh, the night off. Because I think, yeah, next Tuesday is Christmas. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, next Tuesday is Christmas Eve. So it it's nice that they will have the the day before that off as well. Um, but SmackDown is just right back at it on Friday, but I mean, that's two days after Christmas. So I think that works out fine too. So, um, yeah, that's a good, I think that's a good schedule. It just means that this next week's raw will be kind of weird, but that shouldn't affect with SmackDown and raw being completely separate nowadays, that should be fine. Um, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what happens on SmackDown. Um, coming out of TLC and how they like they couldn't address the Baron Corbin stuff because Corbin and Roman Reigns they're not on they're not on Raw so there's no reason to talk about that brawl happening at the end but I don't know we'll we'll see what happens on Friday but before that we have this week's the final NX the final live NXT of the season of the year. Um, with two killer matches, the, the, the mat, uh, it's opening, the show is going to open with, um, uh, they've announced that it's going to open with Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. So that's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome no matter where it, where on the program it took place. But, um, and then we also have, uh, Shayna Baszler defending her championship against Rhea Ripley. And I think it would be pretty awesome if both championships change hands. Um, but I am also also wouldn't be surprised if neither of them change hands, whether it's from from uh, outside interference or, or anything like that. But I am rooting for both of them to be both of them to win, to become the new champions. And uh, then my my crazy prediction uh, going into going on the road to WrestleMania is that Royal Rumble, John Morrison wins the Royal Rumble and he chooses not to challenge the WWE champion or the Universal champion. He instead goes after the NXT champion, Finn Balor, so he can get Finn Balor versus John Morrison at TakeOver Tampa. Um, So that's my crazy, crazy prediction. But uh, more more likely, we're going to get 
Keith Lee versus whoever's the champion at the time in Tampa. I think that's uh, that's the most likely thing to go down. Unless it's a multi-man match, man, that, okay. <clears throat> if it's if it's a multi-man match, this uh, they could also do this uh, in Portland. That This would be really cool if they had, because we've only had one ladder match for the champion, for a championship at a takeover so far. And that was for the uh, North American championship. And it was to, to crown the very first North American champion. So um, it would be, uh, it'd be really cool if at takeover Portland's, they had a multi-man ladder match for that. I know they just had a ladder match uh, the week before war, war games, but um, yeah, I think this could be that could be pretty awesome if they if they did that. But I think it's more likely we'll get a, a traditional one on one match. Um, but we'll we'll see how things go down. Uh, they've also got to do something. Well, as far as long as Bobby Fish, this is not turning into an NXT episode. But as long as Bobby Fish is injured. Um, Roderick Strong has got to be if if all the championships are defended on the same show, then Roderick Strong has got to pull double duty. So either him or Adam Cole have to pull double duty. <clears throat> so if that's the case, I think if Finn Balor wins the championship tomorrow, then uh, we'll more often see Adam Cole in there with Kyle Riley defending those uh, championships. Um, if Roderick Strong also has a match, but, um, you know, all of that, it, it just depends on whatever happens. So anyway, I'm really looking forward to those two matches and whatever happens in between. I'm assuming then that Rhea versus Shayna will be the main event at the end of the night. Um, it'd be really weird if it wasn't, but, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an awesome night for NXT. So, um, yeah, that's it. Let me know what you thought about um, this episode of SmackDown, by t- or not SmackDown, of Raw, by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!